0: You deleted that shit? Fuck you!
1: Welcome to another episode of Shit Buff. With me, the Hans, got the man and Patrick over there on the turntables. The first time in Shit Buff, we have a guest on. So, Chris Young-Lang player How you doing, Chris?
2: Good, how are you guys doing?
1: Great, great.
3: Oh, wait. Good. Hold my pen forward,
1: so, recently, well, not recently, before the Rona, before the Rana started, old uh, Young Wang did a nice, nice cover on a hunt in old, where, where was it, Chris?
2: Colorado.
1: Oh, Dorado.
2: Yep. Rocky Mountain High.
1: There you go. There you go. How long how long was how long were you out there?
2: Um it was ten days we were out there actually and we hunted for eight eight nine days.
1: Oh. Eight nine when when was this?
2: Uh middle of October.
1: Ooh. I
2: believe we got out there like October eighteenth. <clears throat> And uh, nice. we flew in on a Thursday night and stayed at a the hotel. Then we woke up early Friday morning and uh, got some breakfast in us and drove out about two hours out of Denver <clears throat> into around forest and uh, picked out a good spot to camp out and hunt for a couple of days and see how it went.
0: Oh, what'd you shoot? What's that? What'd you shoot?
2: (laughs) Well, eventually I got a mule deer, but, uh, the first three days at our first camp, it was pretty brutal. Uh, weather was in the team, and uh, we got about 10 inches of snow dumped on us overnight the second night, and we saw a couple elk, uh, one mule deer doe, and a pine martin in that location, and then uh, we decided That wasn't a great area, and we're in a pretty high elevation. We were about 10,000 feet. Do you have a GoPro camera? Yeah, I did. I didn't, but I had problems with my GoPro and my trail camera and my phone because it was so cold, I couldn't get everything to work the way I wanted. There was a couple nights it got down into
4: Mm -hmm. four degrees,
2: and uh, it was pretty brutal. You're a better man than me. I ain't going out there and that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pretty rough. I was uh in my sleeping bag with pretty much all of my hunting clothes on to stay warm. You <clears throat> said Colorado. Yeah. Sweet. But, uh... I <laughs> Um, they're you- bigger than whitetails. Like jerky, and give me some. Can I give you some meat? Yeah. I don't have a whole lot left, but I'll see what I can do. I'll make some jerky. Give it to me. I did make some jerky, and uh, I will say mule deer meat tastes way better than whitetail. <clears throat> well, how'd you get it off the mountain? You were up in the mountains, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah, whenever I uh, harvested my deer, it was day five of hunting, and we went to a lower elevation, but it was still pretty high. We were at about 8,500 feet above sea level, and uh, we were about a two-mile hike away from the road.
0: You going (laughs) on a group?
2: You going on Uh, a big group? No, it was just me and my cousin Steve, Me and him, just DIY out there by ourselves. And, uh, we ordered it up and put it in our game bags, threw it in our backpacks, and hiked two miles back to the truck. And then I was like, what do we do next? So I called some people figure out how to like fly back with the meat or ship it or take it to a deer processor. So I talked to a couple people and, uh, Luckily, our family friend was out there, uh, Ray Gad. I called him, and he was hunting about two hours away from us. And he got a deer, actually, too. So I called him to see where he was at and what he was doing with his meat. And he said he was flying back home with it. And he told me he was staying at a uh, ski lodge for the night. And it turned out he was actually like 30 minutes away from where we were. So we went to his place and stayed the night. And we cooked up some uh, mule deer heart and ate it with him. And that was uh, pretty awesome. Like the best tasting meat I've ever had. It was very, very tender. Yeah. Never eaten a heart before. It's pretty good.
1: Didn't they say that you can put that stuff in like a like a stew?
2: Yeah, but what we did was uh, we fried up the heart in just butter and S and P. that's the choice for me. <laughs> <laughs> but it, like even just butter, salt, and pepper, it turned out pretty amazing. And then uh, after hanging out with Ray and his wife at the lodge, the next day we went back out to try to get Steve something. And uh, the next couple of days we were unsuccessful in getting Steve something. but At least we turned up with one, and I... Me and Steve agreed before the hunt. If one of us got something, we would share meat with the other person. As long as that person, like you know, we helped each other out. Steve helped me quarter up the deer and pack it out, which was a big help because I, I couldn't have done it by myself. I was a lot, of, no. a lot of meat to pack out.
1: So, so we all know you got one. Yep, but. Take us like through like how you guys got there. What like you know you went out there? How like would you do like set? Where'd you set up camp? And
2: our first camp we set up. We were in Arapahoe National Forest, and we were up in high country, pretty much. Like the only other people hunting around us, they were all hunting elk and usually mule deer. They Uh, they're usually down below the elevation of elk. And we were talking to a a couple of people and they're pretty much telling us like, yeah, you're kind of up too high, but you might see something. And we did, we saw a a couple of mule deer up high, but it wasn't uh, what we were looking for. So after three days of hunting, we decided to go to lower elevations and where i harvested my deer it was kind of sagebrushy but it was still pretty high up in the mountains <clears throat> so i think it was yeah day 5 is when i harvested my deer 4 and 5 we were at lower elevations but we were still hiking like 6 miles a day looking for deer you know set get up to a high point glass around walk around to a different location glass around some more it was a pretty tough hunt and then weren't you like preparing like months before this to go yeah we actually prepared and like researched prepared and everything we started like over a year preparation for this hunt and getting all our gear and doing research on tags and locations and e-scouting just looking at maps and aerials and just trying to figure out where to go hunting <clears throat> that was like that was pretty tough and took a very long off time
1: off <laughs> see Dickie, you can go out there and harvest you a deer and you will be good in this coronavirus <laughs>
0: Is this another comment on my fucking fridge?
1: <laughs> yeah, what's in your fridge?
0: I got like a shit ton of fruit now.
1: Oh, and what are you I getting? Vegan
0: power again. Oh man! Because the dingleberries that refuse to well, the same damn the same damn tree keeps reappearing and falling on a power line, knocking out all electricity.
1: That's sabotage.
0: Yeah, I think they just fucking set it back up. And <laughs> wait for the next storm.
3: <laughs> That's job security. What are you talking about?
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess. So, <laughs> so Chris, yeah. when when you harvested your your deer, tell us like what was it? What was it like? Like that day when you guys were going out. <laughs>
2: It was early in the morning on day five. We went to a different location that night. We slept in the truck because the previous day we were driving around hunting and we didn't have time to set up a camp or a tent anywhere. So we slept in the truck that night and got up early the next morning and went to new locations that we didn't know much about. We just glanced around, saw a couple other hunters, and it was about 11.30 in the morning. We were walking around, and uh, I was a, we were going to head back to the truck, and I was like, hey, Steve, I'm going to go look over this peak of this mountain, see what's going on down there, and as soon as I came over this peak, all of a sudden, all these mule deer started jumping up and hopping away, which was hilarious, and I took off running to the top of this mountain, and I was yelling at Steve to hurry up, so Steve ran around the backside of the mountain, and I'm looking, and I'm like, where the heck did they go, and they are were already on a different mountain from us, and Steve's yelling at me, so I ran over to him, and I arranged it, and I was like, They're at 400 yards, 500 yards, 600 yards. They, like, made it to this other mountain within, like, a minute. And it's crazy how quick they are. So we sat there for a minute and came up with a game plan. And while we were coming up with a game plan, we noticed these other hunters on this other mountain watching us and what we were doing. And they saw the deer and where they went so that came into a factor i was like well let's see what they do because they were closer to the deer and they were hunting right outside their truck which is <laughs> pretty, pretty crazy road hunt, Dick. you would be dicky
1: were you hunting out there what were you hunting out there <laughs> outside your truck i don't fucking road hunt
2: dick <laughs> it's, it's pretty surprising. You think people in Colorado would like you know, they're on top of a mountain looking for deer. No, everyone out there road hunts, gets on their quad, goes to a top of the mountain, sits on their quad looking for deer or in their truck.
1: So you can say it's worse than uh like uh <laughs> It's worse than PA road yeah, hunters.
2: They, that's pretty much what a lot of people do out there. They just drive around until they see something, jump out of their truck, walk you know, a couple yards, and then shoot something. And that's what these guys did that were on the other side of the mountain. They drove up to the top of it, got out of their trucks, walked 50 yards, and started shooting. So I was like, all right, Steve, you go like straight at this mountain, and I'm going to come out this right side. Of this mountain, mountain that the deer were at. <clears throat> well and fucking Colorado's like twice
0: the size and they have less people. So like Road Hunt doesn't seem like to be too bad. I guess you're more populated, you're more likely Road What the
1: what the hell did you just say?
0: Oh well, never mind. I'm just gonna shut up. I'm just trying to throw my two cents in. I'm just trying to make it sound good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well you keep you keep cutting out. I don't need I don't know if you walk you're walking away from the phone or I don't
0: I don't fucking know.
1: You sound fine now. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah, perfect. Perfect, buddy.
2: Wang proceed. <laughs> <laughs> These other hunters were shooting at the deer that we saw. So, I told Steve to go straight at this mountain and see if he can cut off these deer or something. I'll go to the right side to get the flank because these other hunters were on the left side. So, me and Steve separated, and we were like, we didn't have radios. There's no cell phone connection. I was like, if you see me do this, that means like, you know, the hunt's over. Let's regroup. So, do what? It was, uh, grab our hats and wave it above our head
0: okay
2: so we split apart and he just said
0: i did this and i was like oh i can't see like, <laughs>
2: so we split apart and uh i got to my location where i told steve i was gonna be and i could see him getting to his location and these hunters, other hunters kept shooting. They probably shot like 10 times that these deer. And I was like, wow, these guys suck at shooting. And, uh,
1: Either that or they were hammered.
2: Possibly. So or both. All, all of a sudden I just see <laughs> these not <shooting> They're drunk. <laughs> deer come booking it out of the backside of this mountain and they're going to my right. And I was like, shit. I was like, I'm going to have to go cut them off. I start going to my right. I made it about a hundred yards. I stopped to take a breath and try to find them again because they are still hard to see in the sagebrush. It's crazy. Like we, you see them for one second, and then the next second you lose them, and you're they like disappear. It's crazy. So then I'm stopping, looking at Steve, trying to see where these deer are. Then all of a sudden. I just see them hopping right towards me, and I'm like,
4: oh shit,
2: they're coming right at me. (laughs) So I pulled up my gun, and I had my pack on, and I couldn't get my eye relief right in my scope. I just kept seeing black in my scope because my pack was throwing off my eye relief. So I'm like, just keep moving my head back and forth in my scope, and trying to get a good sight picture. So then I have a deer in my scope, and I'm like, Yep, that's him, and I pulled the trigger, and then I looked up, and these other does that were with this buck almost ran me over, (laughs) and the buck I shot, he just went straight down right in front of me about 25 yards
1: Did you almost shit your pants when them them doe almost yeah, ran you over?
2: I was so in the moment that like I didn't even realize it. But like I could feel them like running right past me. And Steve was like, I heard you shoot, and I looked over and saw these deer almost run you over.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh you better just turn around and chase them back. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but then uh, Steve's looking at me through his uh, binos and I'm giving him the signal to like come over you know it's over so the whole time he's, I'm waiting for him to get to me I'm like oh god I hope I shot the right deer <laughs> I was like I hope to god that was a mule deer I hope it was a buck I was Like, and, and I, it was right in front of me and I couldn't see it because they just blend in so well with the sagebrush. And then Steve got up to me, and he's like, well, where is it? I was like, it's right there. And he was like, oh, I don't see it. And I was like, me neither. So I started walking <laughs> up towards it, and he's like, all right, well, I see its body, but I don't see any antlers. And I was like, shit. So then we got up within like five yards of it, and I'm like, oh, thank God. And it, it was a uh, two-by-three buck. Probably a two or three year old buck. Not that old, but still a decent sized buck for a first time mule deer hunt.
1: So you went out on a hunt on your first hunt in Colorado and you smoked a muley buck. That's fucking awesome, dude. Do
2: it ourselves, non-guided, me and him just planning it out for over a year. And we we got a buck. And it,
1: it... well, I tell you what, I think you're the guide on the next mule deer hunt. We need to take the shittle buff crew yeah. out there, start whamming them.
0: I promise, I'm not a dipshit. Whenever I'm hunting,
1: them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't fuck
3: off.
1: Pat, you want to go on a muley hunt now? I
3: can give me a shot. Now, how confident are you going into it that you were actually going to get something?
2: Um, like we use this one uh, website for like draw odds on tags, and it gives you like a success rate and like a trophy quality. And according to that site, our success rate was thirty to forty percent success. And me and Steve talked about it. We were like. We're not even sure if we're going to come home with something but if we do that's a bonus like it'll be a great experience our first time you know learn you know how to hunt mule deer learn what we need to do for the next hunt you know if we just come home with a deer that's a bonus so we had it in our heads like there's a great possibility we're not going to get anything And that was the first buck we saw that whole trip. And I was just like, yep, that's the one. (laughs) And it was also funny that day, me and Steve, like, we didn't see a whole lot of mule deer. We probably saw, like, 10 mule deer that whole trip. That day, I was like, wow, we suck at hunting. I was like, next time we're getting a guide. And then after I harvested my deer, I was like, who needs a fucking guy to fuck that? (laughs) Yeah. Are you going to do it again? Yeah. Yeah, We are... uh, Right now we're planning a trip for next year. We're thinking about doing an elk hunt. But uh, we applied and got some preference points for Colorado again. So, but uh we're we're still talking right now. We definitely want to do an elk hunt and uh, possibly a pronghorn antelope hunt. But dude you should just quit
0: your job and go be a, a guide to be a for, for hunting. Trip. <laughs> That'd be like your
2: dream. And you get paid Yeah. You yeah that'd be awesome but like there's still so much for me to learn and like like i i think we got a little lucky but still we hunted hard and kept with it for five six days constantly and then that's what i'm saying though you like sat down and researched
0: all this stuff look how much you already learned just from one yeah. trip you know what i mean
1: just for, just yeah. from doing it yeah throw it
0: like shit you know more than I, do. I know grab my deer rifle get my truck drive to grandma's and walk in the woods and wait.
4: <laughs> like
0: <laughs> you're down there like you have the success rates down to percentages i'm like wow <laughs> <laughs> you really you really all out with it i mean that's awesome yeah, yeah.
1: Also, also, he's he's walking up like real mountains, not you know Western Pennsylvania mountains. Yeah. Like they're changing, and their changing elevation is
2: your borderline very drastic S- to CBA to fucking go any higher. Yeah, yeah, these hills around here don't compare to the mountains out there. It's pretty crazy. Like I've never seen mountains that high. Like it's breathtaking. The view. I believe it. <laughs>
1: his first time
2: <laughs> and like honestly it takes your breath away like hiking like a mile or two on those mountains takes you forever should have
0: left you should have left a sign or something just young Wayne
1: was here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was it like you know sleeping out in that tent um we're on, on the mountain i know you said that there was a lot of guys that were like holy crap you guys are actually sleeping up on the mountain when they're yeah, sleeping down on the bottom it's
2: like another thing you would think all right people are hunting in colorado they're gonna be sleeping in tents and stuff no everyone was camping right next to the road or stream in their rvs or like pull behind trailers or in their truck me and steve were the only ones to like sleep in a tent like we were two or three miles away from the road camping and no one else was doing that yeah up on the mountain did they they look at look at you like yeah these boys ain't around yes the day we pulled out of that first camp uh Everyone was moving their camps off the mountain because of the snow, and there was a bigger snowstorm <laughs> coming. We got like ten inches of snow, and everyone was pulling their RVs off the mountains and whatnot. And the one guy, I think I remember you showed me a picture. Yeah, the of one that. guy stopped, and he was like, "Are you the guys that were camping on the mountain?" We're like, "Yeah, I guess." And they're like, "You're crazy. <laughs> Look at these backwoodsmen yeah, they're <laughs> like <laughs> where are you guys from and we're like PA and they're like oh alright
0: <laughs>
4: yeah,
0: <that's>, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, I mean, oh man like maybe they're gonna come white tail deer hunting out here one day for some weird fucking <laughs> yeah. reason and you know we're gonna look at them like why the hell are you camping in this farmer's field whenever their our house is like four <laughs> feet away and it's like <laughs> yeah, like I'll, we'll cross that bridge and come <laughs> to it if we do but like I, we're gonna look at them like yeah they must not be from here yeah
2: nobody does that here yeah throughout that like whole <laughs> valley everyone i guess was talking about us and that we were crazy to camp out in a tent on the mountain with all the snow oh. and cold weather
1: You guys had a fire and stuff
2: too, right? (laughs) A lot. So this is going to be on the outdoor channel. Yeah. We had a fire like in the evenings after we were done hunting and like before bed, but that fire went out pretty quick. And another problem we had was keeping our water from freezing because we would be screwed. So we heated up some rocks and put down some pine and tree branches and put rocks underneath and try to keep our water from freezing or else we would have been screwed.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's the worst.
2: A lot of the trip was like survival more than hunting.
0: Yeah, I'd like to think that.
2: But... There is a lot of times I was like, "Wow, this sucks! Like, what the hell are we doing here?" But looking back at it now, I'm like, "Wow, that was an awesome hunt! Like, I want to go back right now and do it again."
3: Well, flights would probably be They're pro- pretty cheap right
1: now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Spirit Airlines, <laughs>
0: forty bucks. Stock all the way.
1: Stock tip of the week, Pat. <laughs>
0: Yeah, how are the airlines doing?
3: <laughs> well, I just got my uh, refund today, so I'm waiting on that to get to pop it into my account before I can actually put money back into it again. But the uh, oil and gas industry is doing pretty good. I'm up like 55 bucks on that. So
1: yeah,
3: not a bad
1: deal. That was like a big deal of the week. Like old OPEC and and stuff. Chris, didn't you have uh, some guy give you a ride?
2: (laughs) Yeah, that was uh, like day seven. Uh, I dropped Steve. off. We came up with a plan the night before. Like Steve was going to make it to the top of this mountain before daylight and i was gonna start at the road and like try to push deer to him was the plan so i dropped steve off in the morning and he hiked probably two miles to the top of this mountain i drove our truck around to where uh we did the day before and i hiked probably like four miles to get to steve and uh He wasn't where he said he was going to be, and I couldn't find him. And, again, we didn't have radios or cell phone service, so I had no idea where he was. So I went to the top of the mountain where he was supposed to be, and on my way up there, I pushed, like, four or five deer to him. I couldn't see if they were doe or bucks. So I was like, well, I hope he's up there. I made it to the top of this mountain, and I'm looking around, and I didn't see him at all. So I sat there for like an hour, just kept looking around, trying to find him. And then I found his pack and his uh, binance on his tripod, and they were on this other mountain. And I was like, what the hell happened? And I was like, well, maybe he like saw a deer and like went after it. So I was like, well, I'll just go over to his pack and sit and wait for him. So I went over there and sat, and, like, an hour later, he showed up. He was like, I put a stock on a buck, but it saw me, and it took off, and I, I didn't have an opportunity. So I was like, well, we got, like, a four-mile hike back to the truck. So we were going down this trail, when these two old guys from uh, Massachusetts and Connecticut stopped. And they're like, what do you guys doing? We're like, oh, hiking back to our truck, yada, yada. They're like, do you see anything? We're like, no, like everything's out of this area. They're like, well, you want to ride? And we're like, yeah. We hopped in the back of their truck and they drove us back to our truck. And that was like two miles away by that point. They were pretty cool guys.
1: From, from Massachusetts yeah, and time. Connecticut?
2: They drove out there. They drove a lot oh, out yeah.
1: there.
0: Oh, yeah. age, That's
2: going to be you in four yeah. years. Picking up,
0: <laughs> picking up young hunters. Whenever I'm
2: retired, I'm definitely driving out to a bunch of hunts out there. Like, stay out there for a month and hunt. Ain't that what uh Tea Garden did? I don't know. I'm pretty sure he did. That's a possibility.
0: <laughs> well he used to he used to show us all the pictures of him going on bear hunts and stuff out there. And the only one percent of people in the world ever kill a grizzly really bear. <laughs> <laughs> he reminds me of uh <laughs> That dude Jeremiah Johnson ran into. <laughs> you know that dude with the, like, bear skin yeah. on? Who the, the, the hell is
1: Jeremiah Johnson?
0: <laughs> that was T. <he>, Gordon. <laughs> what do you do? I hunt grizz. What? Grizzly bears. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: man. What bears
0: got from hell. <laughs>
1: That's a man. Yeah. (laughs) So that's honestly, I was pretty impressed whenever you told me that
2: you got one. I was super pumped. Like that was a really tough hunt and to come back successful was a was a great bonus.
1: Yeah, no guide first time out there, yeah. and they got one.
2: Yeah. It can be done. That's, Anyone that's awesome. can do it. You just got to put in the time and effort and be dedicated to it. Mind is a powerful you thing. Do
1: you have any pictures of this? Yeah, this there's mule-y? a lot
2: of pictures on my Instagram and Facebook. Uh, probably easier to find on my Instagram. Uh, you can Look me up, at Chris Young Wang. Um, There's a bunch of hunting pictures and gun pictures and whatnot on there, so you can check it out.
1: There you have it, listeners. You you want to see this deer, look him up, at Chris Young Wang on Instagram. Yeah, Chris, that was that was that was pretty cool whenever you told me you got one. Dickie, you wanna go on a hunt? Yeah, I'll go. Gonna have You're to gonna, I'm, gonna need, yeah,
0: well, I'm gonna need uh, young Wang's uh, gear <laughs> list because I gotta go shopping.
1: What are you talking about? He's gonna be the guide.
0: Yeah, but I ain't going out there and just muck boots and jeans and just like shoot a fucking mule deer.
1: Nah, you need to go out there like you you were cutting your grass last week and your your thigh high jorts and your combat boots.
0: I'll put that on for the picture if I kill one.
1: I'm walking
0: through zero degree weather in the Rocky Mountains in jorts. You know what I mean. <laughs>
1: it'd be a lot cooler <laughs> if you did
0: yeah it would be but I ain't that cool and I don't give a shit what you think I ain't going off
1: of it. <laughs> what about you Patrick you want to go I
3: mean I'd give it a shot. I've only gone hunting a few times and haven't seen a single thing any, any time that I've gone so
1: well you gotta go with young Lang he's gonna get you a muley
4: Fair enough. <laughs>
3: like no oh man! Here. Yeah,
1: yeah. These look li- these things. These deer over here are probably like dogs yeah. to those ones over
0: there. Very,
2: uh, mule deer. They're they're pretty decent size. Uh, the one that I harvested, boned out meat. I think I came home with eighty pounds of meat.
1: Holy, yeah. that's that's still pretty good.
2: <laughs> How long ago did you shoot this? That was in October.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Dickie, if you're paying attention.
0: No, I'm saying like that. That deer lasted you six months.
1: And you still have some left early. Well, he he brought some up to Bear Camp, and we had it at Bear Camp. It was, it was really good.
2: that deer had a lot of meat on it. Yeah, and that deer, like, it was really, really lean, and their meat is just—it's not gamey at all, and it's super tender. It's. So it's not like no, eating a deer it is from around here. Way better. And some people have eaten it and they say it's like the best meat they've ever had. It's better than beef. It's just amazing. And all you need to do is cook it up in butter and S and P
1: The choice for me. Chris, maybe one day we'll have... What's that?
3: I said you don't go with any mongrel no. steak seasoning, huh? No, you... You don't need <laughs> You're that. ruining the
1: meat!
0: I put that shit on everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, saying? you know...
1: He puts it on his cooked cereal.
0: And I put I put, I put that steak seasoning in ramen noodle. <laughs> my eggs, chicken, eggs, his his,
1: his, coll- his collard greens. Oh, oh, <laughs> shit. Every time I'm in the kitchen, you in the kitchen eating up all the damn food. I
0: feel cool, talking to my brother, Quit talking to Craig. <laughs>
1: He looks, he's what are you food. talking? To, what are you talking about, Dickie? You have a nose that can smell when somebody's cooking something from like a six mile radius.
0: Yeah, I know, but that's when it's offered to me.
1: No, you show up when we're cooking a lot of food. Oh, hey guys! The
0: first thing you say is, "Go get you some food." Oh, okay. <laughs> and I usually wait for everyone else to eat before I eat because I'm just going to <laughs> clean house anyway. <laughs> Just saying. Like that but I'm like I'm like get get what you want now because whatever's left over is I'm I'm getting I'm that's me trying to be nice because I'm really hungry all the time.
1: Dickie, you're all you're always hungry.
0: Yeah, and I'm still a fucking string bean. I don't get it.
1: <laughs> Neither do I. neither do i uh wang has left of his mule deer get,
0: get what you want all this for the rest of his mouth
1: dicky would probably slaughter that thing like cut it up quartered it out right then and there started a fire and just started eating it right there And then you'd be like, what are you, you doing? Guys, he'd look you at you and be call like, call
0: me when the milk's about to expire. <laughs> call Dickie. He'll drink it. That way it don't go away.
1: Hey, Dickie, I actually bought the wrong milk uh, yesterday. You he, you want it?
0: What, what, wrong milk. What What wrong milk?
1: I got coconut milk.
0: Fucking man up, put it in some cereal. It's good. Some cooked cereal. I tried that all some cooked time. cereal. It wasn't bad at all.
3: (laughs) Oh, man.
0: The only thing I won't drink is 1% milk or skim milk, whatever the fuck. That's water pretending to be milk.
3: (laughs) I can agree with that.
1: Chris... Chris what kind of milk the drink? I've actually heard that if, if uh, a deer is gamey, if you actually put it in milk, like the meat and milk, and then cook it, it takes the, that gamey flavor yeah. out.
2: Um, is that a myth
1: or is that I've true? I've tried
2: it a couple of times. I I'd say it's true, but uh with mule deer, <laughs> you don't need to do that. <coughs>
1: It's, yeah. it's the succu- succulents. It's like it's like drinking straight yep, from the yep. cow's teat.
0: I uh, already <laughs> meat and vinegar, too.
1: Vinegar? Yeah. I don't know. We got to talk to our, uh, uh, our meat expert. Chris, what do you think about that one? Well,
2: that's why I'm fucking I, asking. I've never done that, but... Uh... I guess you could do that. That's what I
0: heard.
1: I've never um, even heard of that.
0: I know it'll work with fish when you get when you catch fish.
1: <laughs> Who the fuck puts their fish in vinegar?
0: If you take like, because I learned to do this when we we're down in Maryland. If you catch like a yeah. catfish, and they're, they're bottom feeders, so it's like the. the it's real greasy and shit. If you let it sit overnight in vinegar, it'll take it'll take all that shit out, all the crap. So that way, whenever you get to grill it or whatever, it actually tastes pretty good.
1: The uh,
0: what? What did I say? No, nothing.
1: <laughs> nothing.
0: Every time I speak, I get, a, ca- I get a, it's followed up by
1: catching. And- Catching catfish out of the Potomac.
0: Yeah, it was not the brightest idea we ever had, but...
1: That's like eating fish out of the mall.
0: Well, we've all done it. I haven't. <laughs> you think you haven't.
1: No, I know I haven't. I will never eat a fish that came out of there.
0: Dude, the meat market in Frederick Town's right behind the river.
1: <laughs> okay. Never, never got a fish from there.
2: Ah, yeah. Whatever. <laughs>
1: What about you, Patrick? You eat a fish out of the morn?
2: No, I thought. <laughs> no. I Chris?
1: <laughs> See, Dickie, you're the only one.
2: Dick,
0: yet.
1: <laughs> See, but so you're... So I'm
0: the dirty, huck Finn grease ball. Okay.
1: <laughs> but <laughs> You're probably immune to the corona, though.
0: Well, I, from what I understand. I haven't caught it
1: yet.
0: No one's told me, but... I don't have a fever or anything. I think I sneezed once.
1: Speaking of uh, sneezing and coughing, I went in the old oh, John eagle yesterday. The place is still still a madhouse. What do
0: you mean it's a
1: madhouse? It's, there's just so many people there. I was like, dude, I need to get in and get out. Everybody's like... Freaking out, there's still not crap on the shelves. It's bad. It's bad. Chris, we need to go on a mule deer hunt so we can get some meat. <laughs> they ain't got much of it down that old giant eagle. Save us on fucking... Yeah,
3: that's trick stuff. I gotta... Just, just do
0: that yeah, you think... Field. Take out someone's <laughs> cow and just keep going. I'll, I don't want to kill a poor farmer's cow, but I think he can get the fair one.
1: <laughs> Speaking of trips, me and old Young Wang and Steve are going you... on an old fishing trip tomorrow.
0: Where you guys going?
1: Heading up the mountains. Dickie, Dicky, did you get your fishing pole yet?
0: I'll go I'll go out and get one today.
1: Go get one. You can come with us tomorrow. We're leaving at five thirty in the morning.
0: I'll let you know. <laughs> how
4: much
1: is how hey, much, Patrick?
0: How much is, should I get a fly rod or should I just get a regular fishing pole?
1: Just get a regular fishing pole. You don't need no fly rod. You can know, spend big bucks, I, buddy.
0: I know, but like whenever we we went, I only went like twice, or I've only used a fly rod twice. But once it was with my cousin, and the other time it was with you. And I was trying to fish with a stick. And
1: <laughs> I, I have a picture of that.
0: I know, but it's it's a lot more fun. It's hard. It's a hell of a lot harder, but it's a lot more fun than trying to fish with a. Fucking like ugly stick.
1: You mean fishing with the regular stick? Like yeah. a stick? A branch?
0: Yeah. No, I, I, I just wanted to see if I can do it. Like I was like, well, what else do I got to do? I ain't walking all the way back to the truck to get that other pole just yet. I'll wait till we get to the next spot.
1: See, Chris, that's when we walked down to the old hole and Dickie's pole broke. Yeah. And it's a 45-minute walk. And he was like, Well, yeah, I'm just going to tie some some fishing line around and the stick
2: how did that work out
1: <laughs>
2: not yeah, I had good a suntan on my
0: shoulders from those wader straps it peeled and it stayed <laughs> there for like till the end of summer <laughs> it looked pretty white trash <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh man, I actually, went that, that's hilarious.
3: Went and did some fishing yesterday, and it proceeded is this to a snow new pond. No,
0: oh.
3: no, 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 this is at my aunt's lake house. I had to go and check on it because she hasn't been there in a couple months. It's terrible. Why was it terrible? Because oh. it snowed in the I know that
0: part. I was like, it's not exactly oh, prime fishing? <laughs> <laughs> No, I didn't even get a nibble. I was going to say, I've been out in the elements before, and it makes it a hell of a lot better when you catch something or kill something.
2: Hey, uh, Patrick, what kind of bait were you using? <laughs>
3: um, I'm using a bandito bug from oh. Googan Bates. I don't know if you have used any of their stuff before.
1: Oh, are you going to sell us on their stock?
3: I mean, I've heard it's pretty good. I've only used it once and <laughs> I did not really didn't <laughs> catch anything. <so.
0: laughs> right down with WD-40. I
3: mean, that. There's enough oil and crap floating on this lake to it coats it whenever (laughs) it goes into the fucking Exxon Valdez spill in the fucking pond. And then I was using a uh, just like regular tri hook lure afterwards. Still didn't catch anything.
1: Well, at least tried. Yeah, that's what we're going to learn on this podcast for this week. You know, your your percentage of you getting something might be low, but yeah. you you might come out on top, right, Chris? Like
2: Bops, an old uh, Bob, uh, that's right. Come on. In Jan Sanny's room, you miss one hundred percent of the shots you don't take.
1: Oh, Jan yeah. Sanny. Oh, well, that's Dickie's it. best friend.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what did he do to you, Dickie?
0: We won't go there. <laughs> I'm not going to... I talk shit enough shit. I ain't going to start <laughs> talking shit on people who I'm never going to talk to. I
2: feel like we do need to go there. <laughs>
1: I I agree. I think you need to talk about it.
0: Oh, nothing really to talk (laughs) about. What do you guys like to fish with? All right. What's that? So,
3: what do you guys like to fish
1: with? Like uh, I'm confused about the question. Like what the, do we like? You, oh, the whatever
0: Johan and Young Wang bring.
1: Um. <laughs> yeah, just hey, like I food, Dickie, huh? Bang. Whatever you cook up, too, huh? <laughs> 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 I guess that makes up for it.
0: I did help. You. I did help you drink some.
1: We got. We got. It. You We're gonna need a, a replacement here in a little bit. It's corn.
0: I think you're miscalculating <laughs> how much beer you actually drink.
1: Oh yeah. You just no, pick it up, need and a shake it, to see if there's any anybody. beer in it. We're all right. You're like, yeah. About time to go get another one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. How else are you going to tell? If you can pick it up, she's empty.
2: But, uh, oh, work, Question Pat. I like to use the old uh, pink salmon eggs. I said, I like Wait, to I use said. pink salmon eggs. I said, I salmon
4: egg. Oh, all right. <laughs>
1: I like to use the old, well, I mean, when I'm fishing for trout, I use the old flies. But when I'm fishing for bass, you can't go wrong with nightcrawlers, buddy.
3: Yeah. Uh, And a giant bobber.
1: (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) Like, you almost need a buoy as your bobber. Uh,
3: Me and uh, Jake were just talking about this the other day. We had no idea how we actually caught stuff with those giant bobbers because they would send shock waves wherever you cast them into. <laughs>
1: <laughs> It'll be like throwing a rock into a lake, just dunk. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to get fishing more, young Wang. Maybe if yeah, Dickie they, can get his stuff it. today, he can come too.
0: Yeah, after this. Well
1: after after this podcast, Patrick, if you want to get up early, you can come with us too. Get that fly rod out.
3: That's gonna be a hard pass on the getting up early.
1: Oh. What else are you gonna do? <laughs> sit at home? Sleep. <laughs> Uh-huh. All right, just go to bed four early.
3: Four and a half hours past the time you want
1: to be. Oh, yeah, we're we're probably leaving at Ten 5.30. Four. Yeah. Dickie, make sure you drink a lot of coffee. I know yeah, how man, you I get whenever you ain't getting coffee. no coffee.
0: Probably why I'm so fucking high strong. Oh, fuck, man. Is that the reason? All I know is I'm an asshole whenever I don't drink it. <laughs> oh, boy.
2: Icky. didn't you say you had a hell of a week? Yeah. <laughs> yeah <fucker>. oh,
3: <laughs> oh, shit.
0: <fucker>. <laughs> they, yeah, just fucking... It's all over the news. they fuck- and they want to release these guys They want to give them more phone calls And I'm like, dude It's one or the other, dude Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, pencil dick That is my boss Never did my job Fucker I Don't get me started with that shit No, I don't want to talk about work I'm, I'm sick of talking about work <laughs> But I keep going back well, fire, fire one just fire
1: there. one in there. What do you mean? Yeah. Oh, fucking uh, fire one! Uh, gripe out about it. Well, I, don't know.
0: I get paid. I should. I shouldn't bitch because I get paid. You just got so go heated. out soap and toilet paper. I mean, <laughs> I need to stop bitching. It ain't that bad. <laughs> Positivity. Be positive.
3: <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> if there was one thing you could change about the it, leadership. what would
1: it be? <laughs> well, to be honest with you, that's most most government jobs would say the same thing.
0: Yeah, it's a pain in the ass. It's frustrating, but it's paying the bills.
1: No, that wasn't that wasn't a you know a poke at Trump. I mean, I'm fine with he, what he's doing right now. But, anyways, for all, all you other listeners out there, uh, don't 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 get it twisted. I ain't trying to throw this shit out. I ain't no left wing liberal. <laughs> Oh, fuck you, dude. But he is. Oh, man. Well, I think that's a pretty good pod- yeah, no podcast. For, uh, I thank you, Chris, for coming on. on. Uh, hopefully we have you on again, maybe after... Uh, you know this this weekend's yeah. fishing trip we we slay them we'll have you on again and well until, huh? until next week there there folks we'll, we'll be talking to you just keep living and as ron says bobs your fucking uncle
2: later
1: we'll talk to you guys next bye. week bye